0: I love the smell of these, <laughs> but it's it's not there anymore. Welcome. Do the right side.
1: Soul revival and. sounds like a pet shop. Oh.
2: Yeah. You, you, know?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Why not? laughs>
1: you dirty boy.
0: You a dirty boy. Ugh. It's so funny that we don't really have even a mouth on him. Well, it anyway. was a
1: vector that took thirty seconds. We didn't know it's gonna get put on mugs.
0: Cool. You ready? Anyway. You want to say what so this is your
1: podcast. You can my podcast. <laughs> That's probably true,
0: actually. <laughs> it's my podcast. Welcome back to the Chip Lunch Podcast. Uh, it's it's very very exciting to have uh, you along with us today because I'm joined by my usual co-host. I'm Joel, by the way. I'm usual usual co-host Brayden. Hey, how you doing? And uh, another guest on the podcast who looks very excited to be here. <laughs> it's been up since three o'clock in the morning. Manda, how are you?
3: I'm alright. That's good. I'm
0: alright. It's good to have you along. It's great to be here It's to great chill. to be here. Have you watched other Chip lunch episodes before?
2: Uh. <coughs>
0: no, no. I love oh it I when I ask that. it and they're like, oh no, but I'll go on it. I watched
3: <laughs> one this morning. Did you? Yeah. Yes. And so do you I know, know what the
0: first question is that we ask everyone? Yeah, I do. Oh, Do you want to ask it yourself? Ask yourself the, <laughs> the question?
3: I reckon you might want to know how I like my chips. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes. Is that S- right? Yes. Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> and last time caller too um, uh, yeah. Go Well mm. oh.
3: Do you want like a description of like The consistency of the chip as well I want Ooh. you to, I
0: want oh, you to I Just you dream scenario deep dive. Yeah. Yeah, I'm chip fine with Do You
3: know like A chip that's a little bit crispy on the outside But really soft on the inside Yep yeah. Covered In chicken sauce oh. <laughs> Yes
1: <laughs> One more for the good guys <laughs> One time we got
3: <laughs> hot chips. Joe Junior. I'm um, yeah. shameless plug. Yeah, best chips going around. Mm. Ask for extra chicken salt. Yeah. Get them. No salt. Oh, wow. I had a meltdown. <laughs> 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 so went to Aldi and Coles to buy <laughs> chicken salt. How
0: much of a meltdown was it? Is with?
3: Oh, uh, there's no point. I'm like, there's no point getting chips unless they've got chicken salt on them.
0: Yeah. Oh. There's no point. Really? Yep. That's how much you like any sauce. Uh no, no sauce.
3: Nah. No, I don't mind a bit of gravy, but I would never order it myself.
0: Gravy, gosh, <sighs> it's just like <laughs> so much judgment. coming Come on, right man! I feel like room. I feel like there's a, a clear divide between chicken salt and plain salt. as we talked about, but yeah, I um, I think it's a bit of the, like a class of person. <laughs> Jeez.
3: <laughs> What are you saying? Tell you us what up. you really the, think. The lower socioeconomic already, status uh, yeah. goes the I didn't say wow. socioeconomic
0: status. I just saw you as a chicken salt person when you, <laughs> when you walked in. Because
3: I'm fun and <laughs> exciting <laughs> and love life.
0: That's exactly what I thought. Far out. <laughs> All right. um, mm. You've just become a mum, which oh. is pretty cool. What? Um, Congratulations. As yeah. we said, we haven't actually seen you since you've had the baby. Yeah. How is, uh, tell us about who your baby is. I didn't want to give away any of the details so that you could tell us the details. Mm. Who and what your baby is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> My baby is a human baby. I know. That's, that is <laughs> good to know. Um, that's a good start. <laughs> I didn't um, want to
0: give away all the details. I wanted you to say the details. That's why I was saying that.
3: Yes. Uh, of the female kind. Yep. With a lot of <laughs> thick dark hair.
0: Yes, yeah, not red hair.
3: That people comment on all the time, even today. Oh, she doesn't have your hair.
0: <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> the, the comments that especially old Just people make. Just people walking past about yep. like children. Yep. Like or like with my son when he's young, he's like, "Oh, she's beautiful." I'm like, "It's a boy." <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I think they assume she's a boy because she has so much hair. So oh. Everyone's always like, "He, he, he." Yeah. Right. Mm. Like,
0: mm. It's a. It's a girl. It's a girl. And what's her name?
3: Her name is Florence. Excellent. Good story. Cassie's dad. Cassie's like, we were just, I was walking past. Sorry, I don't know if I should talk about someone that people don't know. Anyway, a friend's dad also was walking past at the same time. Friend said, hey, Amanda's just had a baby. Girl, go and say hi. He says, what's its name or what's his name? I say, Florence. He looks at me strangely (laughs) and I say, She's a girl, and he's like, "Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was
2: going to get picked on for the rest of his life." So nice. I'm like, <laughs> uh,
3: thanks, <laughs> I'm man. Like, you thought that I called my son Florence rather than thinking maybe it's a girl. Mm. <laughs> I'm wrong. Mm, so All anyway.
1: the guy Florence's out there, <laughs> let man to have it. Yeah, that's right. Make yeah. yourselves known. <laughs> yeah.
3: I now think people think that I'm saying Lawrence. <laughs> ah, Lawrence.
1: <laughs> Laurie. <laughs> Lawrence.
3: Mm. Yeah, really. He's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. Um, anyway, do you
0: call her anything short or just Florence?
3: Uh, pumpkin. <laughs>
0: pumpkin spice. Sweet pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baby cakes.
3: I, we call her Floss. Okay. I could call her, I really wanted a floral name.
0: Mm-hmm. So Florence is pretty close.
3: Florence means to blossom. Uh, oh, so I call that Bloss. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. That's
1: cool. Oh, very cool blossoms. as well. It's very
3: cute. I yeah. feel like this has really gone down a path of baby no, talk that yeah. people don't really want to hear That's fine. <laughs> well, don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: overthinking it. Um, so what else do
3: you want me to say about my child? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's totally fine. Um, probably more because we haven't seen you in yeah, person for so. so long <laughs> since you she had Florence. So yeah. um, <laughs> so the next question that I have for you is how did you become a Christian?
3: <laughs> I thought you were going to say how did you become a mum. <laughs> I was like, That's it's a not weird a
0: question.
2: <laughs> 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 <How> <laughs> Next <a> <laughs> question.
3: <laughs> uh, well, very very fortunate to have two godly Christian parents mm-hmm. who
0: also attend Soravol Church.
3: Also attend Soravol Church, and who diligently. Took us to church, my brother and I, as we were kids. Mm. um, Prayed with us at night, read the Bible to us. Um, I have this vivid memory of, we used to go to the entrance for our family holidays. On the
0: New South Wales north coast? Central coast? Central coast, sorry. Yep.
3: And the place we stayed at didn't have a television.
0: Oh. Boring.
3: (laughs) 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 But there was one particular week that we were there (coughs) where Dad and I, instead of watching tv Hmm. read through like the whole book of exodus wow exodus that's cool and i guess exodus has kind of got that thrilling (laughs) yes captivating story (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a memory that i well i don't know i was probably in primary school okay obviously able to remember it vividly enough so yeah um always had been introduced to jesus lots of my oldest memories are of being like a little kid at our old church in the back hall you know Digging around, finding <laughs> the secret passageways, and all, you know. Wow. <laughs> Jumping That's in exciting. piles of cushions. <laughs> anyway. Um, and then in year six, I went on our local camp mm. in school holidays. And it's called Extreme Camp. It was very extreme. Yeah. Got a very shout extreme. out on Angie's
1: episode as well. well. There you go. Wow. It's
3: a pivotal moment in life changing. Yeah. Life-changing. That's yeah, it was, so, it was so extreme that our first night there, I was in year five or year six, one yeah. of those years, and we played wide games.
1: Ah, oh, the best. In
0: yeah. the national park. Do you want to explain what wide games are if in anyone doesn't In the dark, know? Yeah. at yes. night,
3: yes. Yes. as a, like, what, 10-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want <laughs> to explain why? Well, that wide was a bit games. wild. All of the leaders hid in the bush. Yeah. And each of them had, like, one of them had a radio, one of them had a torch, like, mm-hmm. and they'd just flick it on for a second to help you kind of locate them and i think ah. you had to kind of tick off that you'd found ah, oh cool. that's a
0: different version of wide games that I've. yeah played. it was that's quite fun it's pretty cool mm.
3: but some of them hid very well <laughs> <laughs> in the d- you know Know, very older, well darkening. Uh, ten year old. When, when you become a I know, it sounds bush. a bit creepy, it? Darken in the bush. <laughs> Darken in the bush. No, I'll find um, you. Um but when you become a leader yourself, you know how good it is. You want to be the one that hid the best. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so I kind of get was it never now. Me, but yeah, but yeah. So it was it was extreme <laughs> camp. Um and another member of our church, Fee. Yeah. Uh, was one of the leaders. And she was my room leader. And we were talking about how with Christ you are spiritually alive. Mm. I had this moment of like, well, if I'm not a Christian, does that mean I'm technically like dead, (laughs) like spiritually dead? We had this big conversation around that and I don't know, for me it was just like, wow, that's really, that's a big deal. Mm. like, I think I would like to be spiritually alive with Christ. So that was probably the most poignant turning point for me Mm. at an age where I was old enough to kind of, grasp the concept and make a decision and onwards and upwards from there
0: so like those that's interesting that we often talk about especially people that have been grown up in a christian family it's like their own turning points and i think we all have it in terms of being a christian but that's something that i feel like a lot of people that we've had on the podcast before talk about these different pivotal points mm. that's really cool that you were saying you wanted to be spiritual alive were there any more after that in your Christian walk?
3: Ooh. Yeah, I, for years and years and years, I always was worried. Like, you know, when they kind of give you an opportunity to become a Christian, yeah, I'd still kind of be like, oh, like, yeah, I should take this. <laughs> <laughs> like, just to seal the deal. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, what if, you know, young, um, young in my maturity... I guess, but um, I don't know. I think I've talked about I guess moving into the culture of soul revival um, at Gai mm. at in the like term four of year six uh, we had a big all in evening, so I was meeting people that were much older than me who were all Christians who went yeah. to the local church. Um, and I was really amazed by how much I felt a part of it and how much joy everyone had. And I don't know, I, that was a real turning point for me as well. And I guess always feeling a sense of belonging and being part of a family and having older Christians, like genuinely, like, because I was fortunate enough to have, well, <laughs> 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 I was going to say the same leader from year six to year 12, but I didn't really. But I think the guy leaders were all the same. Like there was consistency yeah. in my Christian upbringing at youth. Yep. Um, so having older Christians who you really got that cared for you and loved you and gave up their time for you, mm-hmm. Um. I guess that's not a one-off moment, but like that consistency and genuine relationship with older Christians was definitely life-changing as well.
0: Did that kind of bring you out a bit? Because I know that you've spoken before about yeah. how you were reasonably quiet.
3: Yeah. Um so when I was little,
0: because I would sh- I would just say the first time I ever met you, which I'm I was trying to think back of how long ago. I think it was eighteen years ago that <laughs> that's I would so have. N- but I would have. N- yeah. It's like it's like yeah, pretty much time for a new friend there. Um, <laughs> the reason I was saying that was because when I first met you, w- I would never have thought that. Mm. So that's why I find that interesting. So yeah, back to you about why you were a quiet person to begin with.
3: Yeah, I was really shy as a kid. Very reserved. I started because I'm born at the end of June. So I was four and a half when I started school. Mm. Clever enough to start school. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> But my kindergarten teacher was like, you might want to enroll her in dancing or something. Yeah. To enhance her social skills. Yeah, and that <laughs> makes me sound a little bit inept. But Just also to like no, expo- often, a bit oh. of exposure to like, Relationship. Oh, Just just
0: when you just said that, when did you start doing dancing? Yeah, in kindy. Yeah, because you were like – you were so into dancing, right?
3: Yeah, which is interesting as well because that was – we lived in a different LGA back then (laughs) and I had one friend in kindy who went to dancing with me. Yeah. Which kind of got me through that year and then we moved here and so mum put me in dancing here. But I never really – I don't know. Dancing can be pretty cutthroat. Yeah, with the, the dance moms. Yeah, <laughs> let's ho- let's people. hold that. Actually, let's go back to you being oh, a sorry. quiet person
0: first. That's no, fine. But I've, I've found that interesting is that the, that pivotal moment. That's a pivotal moment there because I know how much you were into dancing, like in your later like teenage years and stuff like that. So yeah. I felt, anyway, but, but mm-hmm. it, I
3: guess interesting because I was, it was suggested to do dancing to kind of increase my friendships and social skills. Yeah. And social skills. But that's not where it happened. Yeah. Huh. It was chur- like <laughs> like that gave me a outlet or a passion for dance. Yeah. But yeah. it did not give me a social network. Yeah. Of friendships. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, like I remained shy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At dancing. It was that, I guess, the turning. B- and even at school, because I changed schools as well, mm the main people that i knew were the kids other uh, kids that went to church mm. anyway yes i was very reserved also being <coughs> a redhead <laughs> okay. doesn't really set you up <laughs> to be the most popular kid in the school <laughs> so being shy and being a redhead who was bullied all the time didn't really help right. so that you
0: were given a hard time Oh, Like a really hard time? Oh, yeah. Okay. I do give you a hard time sometimes. All through primary school and high school. Right.
3: I remember being on the bus in like year seven or year eight, (laughs) going to sport, (laughs) like a year 10 boy.
0: Oh, Oh, that's harsh.
3: Making comments about the colour of my hair. (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't have gone there. (laughs) Anyway. Um, So that night where it was a combined youth night, yeah. And as a year six kid, being surrounded by older Christians who were really fun and just didn't – not that they didn't care that we were there, but you know what I mean? Like they yeah. were more than happy to have these little kids hang out with them. that was a very groundbreaking, huge
0: Just because you've not experienced that before?
3: No. Mm.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like a stark difference. Like you have lots of kids of different ages at school, but you're generally just hanging with your year groups, even if you mm. are at – Lunchtime and that, unless it's, say, like, a sibling's friends or something. I guess you don't really mix in with other years that much, or at least I don't think we did in high school, unless it was people we, A, knew from youth group or maybe siblings' friends, yeah. I was
3: just about to say, and then when you have something like chip lunch at school and you have relationships with older Christians who go to chip lunch and then, like, you're in the school playground... And they give you a wave. It's like, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: bit of social credit.
0: Yeah, bit of social credit. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's like I remember we were talking actually on the Shock Resorber podcast about um, when Stu came to my school when he was doing chip lunch on Friday afternoons. Mm. Yeah. Like people would throw stuff at him. <laughs> like well, like
3: I, I think I was fortunate. Like when I was in kind of like Year Seven, Eight, Nine, a lot of the Year Twelve Christians were cool. Oh
0: yeah. Mm. Well, considered cool Consid- at high like, school. Like,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, being a Christian, like, when I was in Year 7, SALT was, like, the most popular thing. That- SALT was our Year 7 and 8 youth group, yeah. Yeah. the local youth
0: group. You had a lot of people in your year going, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah.
3: almost the whole, like, I think some nights there were, like, a hundred kids, majority of them from Kiriwe High. Wow. Because it was fun and the in thing to do was quite handy for a shy <laughs> <laughs> Christian you can blend yeah. in a little bit <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and lots of the older Christians were considered cool within the school context and so you can so having connection with them was kind of like yeah, yeah. a bit of status bit of credit <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's pretty cool the I th- thought it was interesting though you you're talking about being shy and you were talking about um it was because you were redhead and, and felt bullied. is there anything else like any other reasons why you thought you were so shy because like, it, it's really hard for me to comprehend that a little bit just i mean you're talking about how you felt accepted from older christians that when i first met you at like properly at week away 2004 i think is it oh yeah that's when that's when we first became friends like
3: when we got you mohawk <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> And you had to go home to study for the HSC.
0: Was that it? Yeah. Oh, no. We had to go home that and also um, play soccer. Or soccer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that like yeah, I felt accepted by you guys. Like you're you're a year ahead of me at school, and I felt accepted by you guys. So I was just wondering why the change so much. Because like what was perhaps missing for you, or what was perhaps making it hard for you to come out of your shell before. You managed to get to that point of like it was year six, you were saying, right?
3: Yeah. Um,
0: I like to ask questions that make people delve into their past sometimes, (laughs) so I I apologise. We'd
3: get really deep.
0: (laughs) I mean, I'm happy to go (laughs) there. Um, was that insecurity?
1: Well,
3: yeah, I guess as a kid. Like you I don't know, your sense of self mm. is still quite it's still developing, right? Yeah. yeah. And so if lots of the messages that you're hearing are you're ugly because you have red hair. Like I know that this sounds like a, weird a sob story. But yeah. like
0: just or you're weird or you're different. Yeah, yeah, and
3: like moving schools I mean, I went to the school and you won, so it's not like it was like I had plenty of opportunity to make friends. But, yeah, I think when your sense of – yeah, and maybe because it was that point in my life with that change, just the timing of it all, I don't know, I think I never – my sense of self was obviously really kind of fragile and repeatedly knocked about and never felt like I had really solid – supportive friendships Mm. Mm. to kind of really grow and enhance that
0: and really like try and and perhaps find your identity a bit more and yeah yeah. and so you've got more confidence from that pardon you got more confidence from that from what like from being welcomed by those people and then you start to find your identity find more confidence in yourself Yeah. yeah
3: and i think like at school often confidence is from having like the right clothes or being beautiful. You know what I mean? Like it's quite petty kind of stuff really. Yeah, we've
0: talked about that a lot, hey? Yeah, (laughs) you're
1: just trying to – you don't really know who you are yet so you're just trying to find confidence in other things that you think – that you identify as. I think sometimes we don't even
0: know who we are now.
1: Oh, Um, absolutely. (laughs) Who are you? Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But then seeing the older Christian – like I think what struck me was these people were old enough to be out partying
1: because
3: they were in like year 11 and 12 or older than that. Um, And they were just having the best time of their lives. Like Mm. completely no shame. Yeah. (laughs) um, Dancing wildly, wearing whatever they want. You know what I mean? Like there was nothing about their appearance that, was what was, sorry.
0: But it's, no, no, I'm, I'm, sorry, I'll let you finish, but I think what you're saying there is they accepted you more for who you were.
3: Well, I was was struck by how much confidence they had in obviously being with each other, loving Jesus Mm -hmm. as opposed to what they were wearing or, you know. And so then I, and me feeling safe and welcomed and loved obviously gave me the opportunity to be like all right i'm gonna be wild
1: too (laughs) 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 just true you are wild now
0: uh brendan as a fellow redhead do you share the same uh Concerns that Amanda had.
1: Oh, I, I, I was talking with someone this week, and they were asking about copying it as a redhead, and I was like, "Oh, I got it a bit in primary school, but luckily when I got hit high school, there were people with more red hair than me." <laughs> <laughs> you could shift the focus. <laughs> yeah, <didn't> exactly, that goes redder than me. Yeah, but yeah, I think, uh, especially in high school, I feel like there's there's this weird spectrum where you want to stand out when you want to stand out, but otherwise you kind of want to be under the radar right. most of the time, and I think. I so I had a I have a twin brother or red hair or something and it's maybe something like that people will like notice and you don't necessarily want to be noticed at that point no, so, yeah so <laughs> I think it's just yeah it can be it can be challenging when yeah again you're getting you're you're just trying to fly under the radar and you feel like someone can pick at you in mm. that way but I think what you're saying, Manda, about um, Coming into a community where people are just being themselves and stoked about it, that can be super appealing and encouraging. I think, I think I've think i heard you speak about this before. So was it a band night? Was your first night at yep. youth group? So describe the scene as you walked in. I'd love to hear about it.
3: It was at Kiriwe Public School Hall. Yeah, so
1: a primary, school a hall. primary school hall. A
3: primary school hall. It was also Wild. my primary school.
1: Or so. you live across the road, and I
3: right. live across the road. Yeah, so I think that home court too, advantage. Yeah, <laughs> right. I felt comfortable in the environment. Yeah. Definitely yeah. helped, and it was the Belvedere Blues. Ooh.
1: I don't know who that is, but okay, I've I heard.
3: Would like, we say that they're a jazz band Ooh. or? A, Blues band? I don't really know about <laughs> I don't
0: know. I can't remember. genres? <laughs> if you look at the Shock Absorber logo, now this, it's like that is from a Belvedere Blues night, I believe.
3: Oh, there you go. Yeah.
0: So they were a Christian band.
2: They were a Christian a band. right here.
0: <laughs> yeah. Producer Dave? Yeah. Chuck that in, please, Dave.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Belvedere Blues. <laughs> 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 you, won't <laughs> <announce>. <laughs> you won't miss that one.
3: And I think they even made up a song. Is, are they the guys, I'm sure they're the guys that sing the song about Soul Revival.
0: I can't remember. Maybe.
3: Like, I'm pretty sure they made a song specifically right. for Soul Revival because yeah. they were such good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the hall was dark. You know, they had the disco lights on <laughs> <laughs> for a real concert. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, and everyone was wild. Like, absolutely wild. Like, you would think yeah. that you're at a festival Well, yeah, like you're in year (laughs) year six. It's not like you've
1: been to like Splendour in the Grass or something (laughs) and you just walk in. and Yeah,
3: like probably barefoot. Yeah. Just like massive mosh pits, people throwing people in the air, people dancing on the windowsills, like just (laughs) and packed. Yeah. The hall was packed with people who were just excited and singing, you know, like. Now people are just so self-conscious now. When you go to concerts and stuff, I mean, sometimes just now, it's I'm, good. I'm
0: people all self-conscious, and it's kind of like that was something we talked about with Daniel. He's like, Maybe. "Oh, I'm not really a dancer." I'm like, "I think that's just like your self-consciousness."
3: Yeah, but yeah, they, everyone was dancing. <laughs> just <hit the> <laughs> I think you functions. also
0: have phones
1: now, <laughs> so I guess you can just kind of stand at the back and chill. But
3: yeah, there was just yeah. like this—I um, don't know—wild disregard for.
0: Like a freedom in themselves yeah, like, yeah. Mm.
3: yeah. and all night all night like, long oh, i'll get up for one song oh, really? <laughs> it was just yeah. like go 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 yeah <laughs> sweat everywhere
1: yeah.
0: yeah um my question was before we got to, to hear about high school is why do you call yourself Manda when your name is Amanda? Oh,
3: have I told you this before and you just want me to share it with everyone? Uh, I think you have, yeah.
0: <laughs> but, uh, I think it's worth But because well, if, if people are listening to the podcast and they're like, is her name Manda or Amanda? Manda. You much Manda. prefer Amanda, but tell us why <laughs> well, in your mind you've got a dropped lot the lot to a.
3: do with my identity and ah. my sense of self. That's why I asked. Mm. Wow. Joel, so deep. <laughs> it's all coming together. Uh, so I guess my experience as a child was that um most of the bitchy horrible characters in movies were yeah. called amanda
0: oh yeah. oh wow um, like what movies can you think of any oh okay i, I don't just, know i just thought you might like she's all there.
3: that oh well, i don't know i don't know okay you know like those teen movies but you realize in a the lot high of them. school yeah where there's the nerd that comes beautiful and the horrible one that bullies them the whole time was always called a mentor. Okay, break. okay. Um that was one that was one thing and okay. I was just like, I do not feel like I identify with that at all. Yep. Yeah. I feel like when people say a <laughs> I mentor, there's like a little bit of a slight um tone. <laughs> or it's got that kind of like I don't know. Say it, say it. I can't, I can't even. Amanda. Like like even if I meet anyone else with that name, I don't I can't call them that.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Okay.
3: There's something harsh about how it sounds. Okay. And okay. for so me two reasons. as a really shy, quiet, compassionate, empathic, <laughs> gentle, loving, kind child. All true. <laughs> all very true. <laughs> right? I just didn't really I didn't like it. Isn't yeah. it? and that was only the two main reasons is is there one
1: yeah. that i is thought you were gonna say it?
0: i thought you were gonna say there was another one that's all
1: okay
3: no it was just it didn't feel like it fit who i was how do your? which i feel bad about for my parents so yeah i was gonna yeah. ask you how do your parents <laughs> feel about this <laughs> which is the only reason that i've never officially changed it
0: really no. for your mom and dad
3: i don't think that they would care but i feel like out of respect
0: are you just waiting until Changing they eventually pass away <laughs> and then you're like, change the name? <laughs> eventually.
3: is.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Listen. In memoriam. Yeah. <laughs> At the funeral. Uh-oh, I've geez. got the papers. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. Change my name by Depot.
3: call me Manda. Yeah. And also, oh, this is going to be embarrassing. My dad always called me <laughs> My dad always <laughs> called me Manda Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cute. So like he always called like technically oh, he, so he always started calling Manda. me Manda anyway. I have, a, I have a
0: bit of a thing with names that I don't like them if they're more than two syllables. So like when you drop I the Manda. A Yeah, when you drop the A it makes it Manda. Manda. But then I call my daughter Everly. <laughs> 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 but you can kind of like mer- merge them together. It's like Evely Yeah, and so it's, it works one. okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Brayden, that works. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Joel, just make it one, mate. <laughs> just yeah, short and just, sweet. Just one clap on the syllable and thing. And um, and um, yeah. Tell us about high school. So you're at the cusp of high school and stuff that we talked about. Mm. How did that change throughout high school? And what about your identity as a Christian? Did that influence how you behaved at school or? Yeah, was it noticeable that you were a Christian at school, do you think?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, It's interesting because all through my uh, years of being a Christian at primary school and high school, the majority of my Christian peers were boys. So I think in primary school, one of my peers was Rosie, but she went to Danebank. I think we were like the main two girls in our year. Yeah. Like the whole of primary school at church, like at Sunday school and all of that. Um, But there were heaps of boys. (laughs) So like at school. kid. You. And because I was so smart, I'd, like, to sit at the back <laughs> of the classroom with the smart boys. <laughs> is
1: that, where, oh, is well, that where the smart boys sit?
3: Uh, yeah. yeah, man, because we were quiet and we'd just do our work.
1: <laughs> oh, what? No way. Front row for know. sure. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there was one point we'd, <laughs> we would like, we would all try and write as like small as we, we would <laughs> all try and write as small as we possibly could. I don't know why weird nerd thing i think
0: <clears throat> okay anyway, that really di- <laughs> why did you write so why I don't know. i'll tell you a dumb story from school i had a metal ruler me from school i had a metal ruler just one of many oh, did I you, you m- try and hurt people with it uh no no i didn't you try and that hurt remember when people. that was a thing yes
1: yeah there was a reason that metal rulers were banned, were banned. <laughs> 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 yeah, <or laughs> the wooden
0: oh, ones really? with the metal strip in yeah them. oh jeez uh i had a full metal ruler <laughs> and a girl once took my ruler and threw it at some guy's back and the point went into his back anyway the stupid thing that i used to do was like i i managed to create this huge mound of liquid paper on the end of my ruler so you could just like put it down there and squeeze it and it would just bubble and you would let it dry and then you could keep building it up it was like it was about a centimeter thick and then it fell off but did you
3: ever do that with glue on your hand (laughs) no like paint the glue onto your hand and then peel it off like skin
0: Oh no! Mm-hmm. Okay. We once threw a glue stick to stick up onto the roof of the music room while we we're in class, and it stuck. <laughs> and then it started to slowly unwind <laughs> itself from the roof. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like year eight. What? Yeah.
1: Did you ever used to you? Unscrew the um, uh, glue. You'd unscrew the glue <laughs> lid and take it out and then fill it up with water <laughs> and put it back on so that when someone went to use their glue, they'd open it and the water would go on. <laughs>
3: That's so That's a genius, brain.
1: Genius, <laughs> Oh, don't, don't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just right, so oh, anyway,
0: back yeah. to your question. I, w- I would also like to say you don't <laughs> need to call yourself a nerd. Just because you do something writing letters small doesn't mean you're a nerd. <laughs> It just means you being a nerd to school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah, why is you're it? wearing glasses. Everyone's about like to say <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm wearing
1: glasses. I realise I'm not wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: high school.
0: Keep um, going with high sorry.
3: school. Sorry. I diverted a little bit. But anyway, that continued into high school where most of the Christians were boys. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, there were a couple of girls who kind of started coming along to church more around year nine. And we became really good friends. Yeah. But at school we didn't really associate with each other because we had our, we already had our established friendship groups. Can't cross boundary lines. Right. Like oh. you'd say hello if yeah. you passed each other, but you didn't hang out at yeah. lunchtime.
0: Is that a, uh, primarily a girl thing, do you think? Or is it also a guy thing?
3: Uh, I don't I think we just already had established groups that we were quite yeah. happy to yeah. be part of. Yeah, we can't
0: break them. Like one mm. of them,
3: Sarah, my dear friend, Sarah, we used to walk to and from school every day. But once we got into the school, it's like, see ya.
0: <laughs> really?
3: Yeah, because we had different
0: friendship groups. Uh, I just remember a story she, you told us once. You like walked past a red car, and she's like, "Manda, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> you ca- oh,
3: sorry, you camouflage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or if I'd walk
3: past a brick wall or something, <laughs> she'd call me Fanta Pants. <laughs> she was probably the number one bully. <laughs> 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 Fanta
0: Pants is so funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so back to it. At school, yeah. Um, yeah. So had lots of Christian friends, but we all kind of had our own separate groups. And I remember yeah. <laughs> there was one girl in my group who I didn't really. We weren't the best of friends. Yeah. She was probably aspiring a little bit more to be cool, whereas I was quite happy to just anyway. Blend blend she in
0: the back. She had
3: background. written on her folder. Um, love is patient Love is kind All of that Yeah But it didn't have the Bible verse At the bottom ah. So I went and wrote The Bible verse <laughs> <first>. Because <laughs> I was like Mate you can't walk around With this on your folder Stole it like, Right not And not tell people like, Where to find r- it in the Bible She ripped it off Oh yeah Oh, oh really wow. mm-hmm. She was really cranky At me for doing that
0: Wow I found uh, I find uh, n- Female relationships In school fascinating Cause Oh like, uh, Yeah I but don't I, know
3: why we're so evil to each other.
0: Yeah. can you Do you want to give us any, any insight you have on it, though?
3: Well, it's all insecurity, right? Yeah. Everyone's just trying to protect themselves by okay. throwing someone else under the bus.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. everyone's doing that, too, but it's almost like girls are, like, terrified of being ostracized from their group, but, though. Yeah. You would agree? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like what we, we spoke about with Lewis's episode as well, about how sometimes they are just taking... Sometimes it's just easier to... You're just trying to take the attention off yourself. Yeah, it so was like you, what you were saying. There's yeah. some
3: things you haven't have attention for, and other, yeah, things, and other like things. Yeah, and other things
1: you're like, yeah, I just need to move this hot potato. Just move it. And yeah. if I and if it's someone at someone else's expense, it's at least it's not me. Yeah,
0: and yeah. like guys and girls, do it in a different way probably, yeah. but it's kind of like, yeah, we'll just I'll pay you out. More, guys, is probably like I'll pay you out as much as I can and get the laugh. Yeah. Or yeah. I think with girls, it was probably like, let's see how much I can maybe hurt you with my words. Is that? You would you would agree with that or not? It's so funny, like, me trying to go, yeah, this is what girls do. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm like,
3: no, I don't think that's it. Well, that's I why I want mean, you to prove me wrong. I think it's more like, what can I do to get people on side as a per- – like, yeah. I think it's more about pulling people in as yeah. close as you can.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, okay.
3: So if you have, like, something in com- – like, if you both think that that is silly about that person, you know, like, I don't know why – The trend is to find the bad things in other people to draw you closer to someone. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: it's because I'm not. You're like I'm not that.
3: Well, yeah, you're deflecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Finding common ground with other people.
0: So as you're growing up in high school as a Christian, yeah, how did it develop as you get older? Like, did people start? Did do you think people notice more? And like, I mean, because for my experience was as as I went more down being going to church and things and stuff. My main, main friendship group started moving away from me. Is that something, an experience that you had? Or is it more everyone knew you were a Christian and it was kind of just like at the end of high school, it's like, oh, there goes Menda, she's one of those Christians?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think because, like, even in year 12, there weren't many female Christians in my year, but there were quite a few guys. I think because guys carry a little bit more cred amongst like you know when you get to like year 11 and 12 everyone kind of doesn't really care anymore yeah you're all just friends yeah well that was our experience which was good it was quite helpful
0: i think you had a good year at school yeah mm. i don't think I we didn't have a <laughs> similar th- i didn't have a similar thing in my year and
3: like chip mm. lunch had always been very well established already when we got to year seven so it was familiar to everyone most of the people in the year had been to youth even if it was just once mm. or if not for like couple of terms. You know what I mean? Like yeah. so they had some idea Most of people had exposure to it. Most people were like you're okay as a person yeah. and you're a Christian. Like
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think by the time we got to the end of school it wasn't so much about like I think everyone was kind of like, That's cool. Whatever. Hmm. If you're a Christian, you're a Christian. That's a but nice I think experience That's my
0: memory. That's nice.
3: Yeah, we. I did like obviously we, those friendships, I don't know, committing to being a youth leader and all, like once you get to the end of school, paths separated, which is a bit sad, but
0: still I mean, friends. Well, the thing is that we've talked about a lot about, bats, and it depends on what your experience is, but Brady and I became Christians during high school and it would be like we've looked back and reflecting back on it. We would think that we wish that we had done more to be more overt. Is that any, is there any um, feeling for yourself in that? Or you thought that you were avert enough that everyone knew. So it was a, a clear witness.
3: I think we were pretty overt, mm. but I think it was safe to be. Yeah.
0: like yeah. That's
3: And the era of wearing Jesus beads, like I was always wearing my beads. So it was it wasn't like, like I was much bolder then than I am now. Yeah. Um, and potentially because there was a good crew, the people before us had kind of left a good legacy.
0: And everyone knew, like, if a lot of your year are going or have been to the youth group at yeah. some point, they kind of know what it's about. Yeah, mm, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I wish I had that experience. And <laughs>
3: like, people would wear beads on their shoelaces. Mm. Like, I don't. Like, we still got paid out. Like, it wasn't all rosy and glorious, yep. but i'd probably have verses on my folder like yeah, yeah. heaps more over then yeah. than now but you and kinda, everyone knew that you went to you know like mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah you had that like support network of people older than you who would already kind of done it and then mm-hmm. i guess you also had i think we spoke a bit in hudson's episode How he kind of finds it hard to speak out into a group especially when he changed schools and people mm-hmm. didn't know he was a christian and so he had to make that jump whereas like you established over a long period of time and people had come to youth they kind of understood what it was a little bit because yeah. it's harder. like less likely to throw stones maybe if they understand a little bit more about it younger totally. yeah totally rather than just coming from a place of not understanding at all
3: mm. yeah and i think lots of people knew stew and tim baldwin who were coming and doing chip lunch yeah like I think they had quite a lot of credibility as well yeah. amongst mm. the community of Kirauei High and yeah, I think that helped too because people it? just knew. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, oh yeah, that's Stu. Oh yeah, yeah they're here for Chip Lunch. Yeah, we'd yeah. like
0: compare it to my school when Stu and Tim came. They're like, hey, Christian guy. Yeah, and like throw stuff at him and all that kind of thing. So that's interesting. Yeah.
3: And Chip Lunch was massive.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: So like, it was okay to pop in like. It wasn't like there were five Christians from the whole school meeting, which heaps of people have experienced. It was like there's 70 or something, you know. Mm, Yeah, that's a
0: lot. Uh, What about coming home to Christian parents? Was that a helpful thing as well?
3: Uh, Yes. Sorry, I was just thinking about... (laughs) um, I was trying to remember... Like if I ever did anything naughty, I think the threat was always like, you can't go to Salt or something like that. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> like
0: you can't go to youth group. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I knew how
3: much I loved it. Um, but then I'm like, I don't know if they did do that. Because <laughs> they'd want you to go. Anyway.
1: Mm. Oh, really? My parents did that all the time. Did but they? They, they're they not Christians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like.
0: <laughs> this thing you want to do?
3: Yeah, nah. <laughs> I don't remember ever not being allowed to go. So I don't think that that was.
0: And in terms Christian of like processing parents. what was going on in your life, especially as like growing up through high school, it was a great to come home to a, into a Christian environment every day and know that there was an experience. What are you making that face at me for? Like,
3: do you want an honest answer? Yeah,
0: <laughs> sure. Well, it's up to you.
3: <laughs> well, like I think, um, I think Mum became a Christian after school, so wouldn't have had that experience. Like I, I don't think we ever really talked much about it. That's probably
0: more my... oh, man, just more like knowing that your parents are Christian, yeah, so sure. you're like, oh, they know what it's like to be a Christian, whether it's in high school or not. But because Ethan has shared before that it was like it was,
3: yeah, it was really. He good. probably has a slightly different. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Experience of Christian as as, as we all do. Okay,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> so, what about like more pivotal points after high school? What where can are there points in your life that you thought? or you can reflect back on and go, that was a really big turning point in terms of your maturity as a Christian?
3: Um, I remember, like I th- I'm pretty sure, it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure when we finished year 12 was when we had the opportunity to become leaders. And most of my year who had finished year 12 just automatically were like, yep, we're doing it. Mm. Whereas I think I might have spent a term or two not leading because I didn't want to do it just because. That was a thing to do. Yeah. 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 I wanted to do it. And I think also because it was kind of like you're going to commit for six years because of that lovely relational model that we you know, do at Sorobol. that we do mm. where it's like we stay with the kids the whole way through yep so i think i just wanted to take that very seriously mm. and yeah. because for no fault of their own like a lot of my leaders like my first girl leaders i think one of them got married and went to a different church like in when i was in new set, like i just i experienced a few different leaders over the course of my time. Mm. And then maybe the last couple of years had the same one. So I think I just really wanted to, if I was going to do it, be really wanting to do it, not just doing it because everyone else was. So Mm. I guess that was, that was the point.
1: Well, you saw the value, I guess, of consistency and um, investing that time and you took it seriously. Yeah. Which I think is a pretty fair thing to do. I think we spoke about Joel and I both didn't jump straight into leadership. No. But, different reasons yeah, it was two years after yeah. high school yeah mine was a yeah i don't know a couple of years after maybe three or four years actually yeah. yeah but i think yeah for different reasons and i think it's a cool it's cool that i think it's cool to think about rather than just because i think a, a bunch of people just automatically will, will jump into it because maybe their friends are doing it or maybe they think that's just what you should do what But should do. Yeah. yeah it's cool to really think about that and be committed because mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a responsibility, but it's it's also fun. So, Oh, my gosh, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> but you
0: were you affected by that? Like you knew it was a great responsibility, but then because you'd had a, a bit of a, a turnover of leaders, you wanted to make sure you were doing like the, the people that you were leading wouldn't experience similar thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool.
3: And the relationship with the people that you lead with is just like no other. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if I had a very unique bunch of – peers but the relationships that you build when you are leading are just phenomenal yeah and we were always all in like it was like it was never like one person was doing the load yeah everyone was there everyone showed up everyone turned it on and everyone went hard yeah. And we all had heaps of fun together. Mm. Like it never felt like I remember on Friday afternoons being like, oh, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and every Friday night, God and the rest of the gang would just turn it up and we'd have the best time ever. Like, <laughs> it was so good. It was <laughs> so good.
0: <laughs> so, a turning point in your life is when you decided to enter youth leadership? Probably, yeah. That yeah, had a really big effect on you. Yep. Mm.
3: And because I think that also keeps you really accountable. It's yes. like, mm-hmm. I can't be teaching you guys if I'm not <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> learning myself and not, like you want to prep and you want to be ready and you want to be teaching them correctly. Um, so it was a huge point of growth and maturity mm-hmm. in my own Christian walk. Yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, and you're just learning heaps from them as well about what they're going through and... Yeah, yeah. You're trying to be prepared, but also they're teaching you heaps, and you're just around. It just means you're both the leaders, the leadership group that you're a part of, and the kids that are a part of the group. You're just around them all the Mm. time, and you're investing in that community. And like, I don't think it's very hard to figure out that the more you put into something, the more you get out of it.
0: Mm. Mm. That's certainly my experience. If like either it's leadership or just even church, it's like the more that you are able to serve and look after people, or just oh, my hair's going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, able to serve and and contribute to church is where it actually more people feel more loved. So then it's it's like a very cyclical thing. Yeah, it's like the more you can do it,
1: and especially if you've got a bunch of people, like you said, Manda, who are all doing that together and it's all in, then it just becomes this wonderful thing where you've got a lot lots of people who aren't thinking selflessly and you just create something that is very very fun and very attractive as. It, if you're coming into that like you yeah. said when you're in year seven when you come in and, and see something like that it's very it's very inviting
3: yeah because like I, my experience the older people were really good friends and having yeah. the time of their life yeah i'd <laughs> like to think that we modeled that yeah. as well yeah well there, as <laughs> I, 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 think I said sometimes like we were maybe a little too wild
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's like even something when we first became friends was it the same thing it was like these people just accept me for who I am. Like, I owe so much to you and those guys because it was like, oh, there is a different way to live. And that was, that was what was really cool about it. Yeah. Um, and obviously you had a, that experience as well. What about, like, your maturity into adulthood? Is there any turning points there? Because you've, like, got married reasonably recently and have mm. had a child very, very recently as well, <laughs> as we spoke about. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> your maturity into adulthood... What? Any other turning points there?
3: <laughs> I'm like it probably happened three months ago, <laughs> 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 and I was forced.
0: <laughs> well, that's time. That's the thing. You <laughs> never. <laughs> when you have kids, you're never ready for In it. In
3: the lead up to giving birth, I just kept saying to myself, "You've had a good
0: run. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> You've had a good well, you're run. You're just
0: going to die." <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh. In <It's been laughs>
0: Are you worried about getting old?
3: Am I worried about getting old? Yeah.
0: That's I what it sounds know. like you're saying. I am. That's why I'm so useful in the mind. <laughs> but sometimes I'm worried Keeping about it getting fresh. old. Mm.
3: Yeah. I think I don't know. I just can't yeah. I think it's more other people's expectations that once you are becoming a certain age you are no longer wild and <laughs> fun. You know what I mean? Like is it,
0: yeah. That is uh, your outward reputation sometimes.
3: Wild and fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, which is again, like I said, is <laughs> funny because you started as a shy person. Yeah. And then you not just, not maybe built a persona but you became more confident to something that's very different to being shy or how people perceived you to be. But now you're saying that that's you you think that's ending. Well, I can encourage you to say it's not, oh, but it's not ending. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I feel like you get to the point where people are like, mate, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. You really gotta let that one go. Yeah. Um adulthood.
0: In between perhaps finishing high school and now. That was a long time ago, Joel. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How long can we keep this silence?
3: Sorry, (laughs) I'm thinking, going deep.
1: Thinking music, Dave. Yeah, Dave, just put that. Yeah, actually, put that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you, don't (laughs) get distracted. You're the one not. Oh no, oh
2: no. You're meant to be thinking. You're meant to be answering, thinking and answering.
0: (laughs) Turning points yeah. <laughs> between turning points. your adulthood, and adult life up till now,
1: or even just like maybe a big, big moments of growth or anything like that. I guess it's like kind of gradual after a yeah. while. Yeah,
3: I don't know. I think um, church planting obviously was yeah a very poignant moment mm. and has led to. Um, very different roles mm. as I've matured and become more of an adult in the church context.
0: Yep, I've seen you do that. Um, like you're a volunteer pastor at church, for well, example. no. Oh. <laughs>
3: like I I am.
0: <laughs> you're also an elected representative. But I'm an elected representative. I'm sorry. Yeah,
3: and yep. you're not allowed to be...
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Well, you're an elected representative, but if you were ever not an elected representative, you would then also be a volunteer pastor yes. at church. Yes. So, yes. Yes. I but think you lead very well from the front when you get up in front of church.
1: Thank you.
3: I. It's so funny. Yeah. Because I quite, like, a part of me really enjoys it and a part of me really despises it. <laughs> but I think that's because I take it very seriously. I think mm. I've talked to you about this before. Mm. Um And so I spend a lot of time preparing Hmm. and not wanting to do a bad job. So I stress myself
0: out because I'm... You don't look stressed when you get up the front or run thing.
3: No. Yeah, that's my point. It's really bizarre because I do... I'm (laughs) 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 I'm hesitant to say this, but I do think that that is a gift that God has given me. Yes. I agree. Particularly considering how much I despise, like, <laughs> yeah. how much angst there is in the lead-up to it. Yeah. Being able to do it.
0: Mm. But I find your journey so fascinating, be. right? Isn't it Like, you're talking about being shy yep. and then very much changing your personality to be great. Right? And then leading...
3: Being able to get up in front of, but
0: that represents the mat- your maturity, in my opinion. Like you're talking about, oh, it's ending being the wild person or whatever. I don't think so. I think that's another step in. You can still be mm-hmm. that, but that, like, in terms of the way that I see you lead church and stuff, is a step towards more maturity. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Not as a, and like God is taking you on all these journeys of being shy, then being a lot more outgoing mm. to mature into doing what you're doing now. And I think yeah, it is a gift. Totally. Yeah,
3: they've kind of merged into. Being able to have roles,
0: exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly, and I think you're leading really well. Thanks. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Anything else you'd like to ask, Manda? Mm. I don't mm. know. Mm. Mm. Have you ever had red facial <laughs> <laughs> no. hair? Uh, only only, uh, only oh, a fake moustache. But eyebrows.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're not
0: just redheads, Joel. You're beautiful redhead. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to us than our hair. Uh, sorry, I'll stop referring to redheads.
1: Yeah, and I, I find it super encouraging when people um, maybe do take things like service leading and stuff very seriously. And like, mm. as someone who like I despised public speaking in in primary school mm. and high school, I really hated it. And now I have to do it I'm all so the time. so good at it. Yeah. No, I hate it. I hate <laughs> right? You're but really good at it. I hate the, it. But, it's, yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you do those things out of a love for God and also a love for the community that you're in. Yep. But also that community that helped you grow and that you wanted to be a part of is now letting – because you've taken that on board, you're now able to support other people mm. and reach down, which I think is just so awesome to see. And, I, again, Joel said um, your group really helped him – through that and i think your group also was church leaders when i was in youth and now i'm a youth leader which is just (laughs) insane as well but yeah yeah, it's it's just really cool how that community you can kind of see the line keep going Mm -hmm. i think it's really yeah i love getting to hang out with you super fun keep being wild (laughs) (laughs) yeah well that's the thing
0: i think also is that we can't forget about how youth ministry has shaped us in doing that whether it's like you talk about stepping up and like not having to do public or not wanting to do public speaking, yeah. but like you did that multiple times doing talks. Yeah. At youth ministry, or oh just yeah. le- just leading other life people. of
3: skills that yeah. youth leading gives you that other people just will never ever have. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Being able to listen to people, understand people, like really value people that are younger than you. Yeah. Like there's all those amazing yeah. things. Yeah. That you look back, Even like leading
3: a game. Yeah. Right, like you yeah. need so many <laughs> skills to be able to. Yeah get their attention give instructions yell yeah <laughs> like be up in front of all of these people who mm. could be very critical of you kids are not always really nice <laughs> like they <laughs> yeah. can be mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. i think you
1: also have that that privilege of being able to have really meaningful discussions with a whole bunch of different people that you wouldn't necessarily see in normal life yeah yeah unless you're related to someone or something like that i think it's crazy how many people I get to chat to on a weekend that I wouldn't chat to in any other circumstance. Probably, yep. it's yeah. It's really cool. Totally.
3: Yeah. And I was just when you were saying that, I was thinking, Pete and Bev yeah. have been leading me for what like twenty nine years or something. Like <laughs> Bev on the podcast <laughs> a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Bev has been on a while. I've
0: yeah. A few, a few, a while ago. Sorry.
3: Like, yeah. Because they were leaders when I was in Sunday
0: school. Yeah.
3: Mm. And they've continued to be. Elders. And the elders of our church. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Can I do have um, one amazing. more thing that I wanted to bring up was that you've been chaplain, a school chaplain too. Do you want to yes. share it share about that experience?
3: Yeah. It was an interesting experience. I was talking to Amy Abraham recently because she's currently scripture teaching.
0: Mm. Yeah. Amy's another person at our church.
3: I know. Sorry, I'm trying to be No, I'm just uh, if
0: anyone Thank is you. listening yes. outside of church, I think it'd uh, be cool. I went with I?
3: the second name to try <laughs> <laughs> and be more inclusive.
0: Look her up on Facebook. <laughs> she's
3: currently <laughs> teaching scripture in school. Yeah. Uh, and we were just talking about how you get this kind of like, or anyone that teaches scripture in school probably has experienced this, this really bizarre struggle of like, this is a really, as a chaplain, this is how I was feeling. This is a real privilege to have this position or Mm. this role. Mm. But also... It's really hard, yeah. and I don't really enjoy it, yeah, because really. it's so hard, like yeah, and so like this constant kind of wrestling with you know like you have so many opportunities in the school to show Jesus' love and be f- like be there to support teachers and students and all this stuff, but it's not easy, and mm. you are not welcomed like immediately yeah. there's lots of hesitation and speculation. You have to really work hard to gain trust and build relationship. And I think the role of chaplain is so diverse. Yeah. And it's so varied from school to school that most people don't really know what you do. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of creating your own role and your own presence within the school. Um, Yeah. And you're not allowed to talk about Jesus unless someone directly asks you mm-hmm. a question that you can respond to. So it's a very, yeah, it's a bizarre, like you're there in a Christian role. Like the role is specifically hiring Christian people. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not what you're there for. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Does your
0: background in social work help with that?
3: Yeah. So, I think the school that I was at, they were probably the main skills that they wanted me to use um, in that role. Mm. Lots of that experience Mm. um, in social work and mental health and supporting the students and the teachers in that way. Yeah. Which is a totally valid use of the role. Yeah. Um, But it is a real privilege because... Again, similar to youth leading, right? Like yeah. you get this relationship with young people who learn to trust you, share with you, um, come to you when they're sad or yeah. struggling or whatever, and just being able to walk alongside them and mm-hmm. not necessarily talk to them about the Bible or Jesus, but be a consistent, safe person in their life.
0: Mm. Which they might be lacking. to love Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um,
0: yeah. yeah exactly. That's really cool.
3: Mm.
0: Well, I think we've, <laughs> we've, we've been talking for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we might, we might wrap we it up. Have. You also have a, a daughter and to get back yeah. to. <laughs> so um, just want to say it's been a real privilege having you on the Chip Lunch podcast. Thank you. So thank you very yeah, much.
3: I feel like it wasn't anywhere near as rowdy as I was expecting. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, we
0: there's always next time. <laughs> yeah, there's always oh, okay. next time. We'll <laughs> have you back on part two. That'd be fine. Um, thank you, Brad. Really appreciate no you. Uh, thank you everyone listening or watching. I like to say we're either in your ears or in your eyes, uh, one <laughs> of the two. Actually if you're watching you're in both. Right, aren't yeah,
1: you? It sounds so pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, oh. uh, <laughs>
0: if you're interested in the other kind of content we're putting out, you can check out our uh, digital services online and also uh, the shock absorber podcast where we talk about how we do church church. That's ch- 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 church. How we do church at Soul <laughs> Revival Church. Um this is when it gets wild after the podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going to finish up with like we always like to do with a one way.